500 days of summer or i must say the movie that messes with your mind for years literally none of the movies have ever been able to mess with my mind as this one did be it the introductory scene or the expectations versus reality scene this movie has made me think it has made me think like a monk for days and years and nights none of the movies in the past decades has ever been able to match the effect 500 days of summer had on people obviously who had watched it so this is what we are mulling over today this is mishre your quirky pal and welcome to my podcast the quirky opinion The movie opens up with author's note which apparently kind of establishes the you know the whole plot of the movie then it cuts to uh, date 488 we see Tom and Summer sitting on a bench at Knoll Park in downtown LA uh, staring at the skylines of the city then it cuts to day 1 where we see Tom meeting Summer for the first time and the beginning of an extraordinary tale as we call it these two scenes kind of establish the whole movie in a nutshell This is a story of boy meets girl The boy Tom Hansen of Margate New Jersey grew up believing that he'd never truly be happy until the day he met the one This belief stemmed from early exposure to sad British pop music and a total misreading of the movie The Graduate The girl Summer Finn of Shinnecock Michigan did not share this belief Since the disintegration of her parents' marriage, she'd only loved two things. The first was her long dark hair. The second was how easily she could cut it off and feel nothing. Tom meets Summer on January 8th. He knows almost immediately she's who he's been searching for. This is a story of boy meets girl. But you should know up front This is not a love story. Joseph Gordon-Levitt is one of the greatest actors alive. There's no question over that. Though he has worked in very few movies, but almost all of them are 24 karat gold. His works like Inception, The 10 Things I Hate About You and Don John, which has a plot very much similar to 500 Days of Summer, are all phenomenal. On the other hand, we have one of the most talented and well-versed actors that Hollywood has to offer Zoe the Channel. You might have heard about Zoe or you might have seen her in the famous sitcom New Girl or you may have heard her songs when she was part of the musical duo She and Him. Now coming back to the story. As the narrator says, you should know up front this is not a love story. This is a story about love. This movie setting and the color scheme it chooses actually gives the vibes of summer. As the movie progresses, it gives you the sense that the summer season is retreating and the autumn uh the season of autumn is kind of you know approaching uh which is a crucial you know detail of the end of the movie and it's uh, paving its way as i mentioned before another detail that makes it stand out is the fact that it does not follow a chronological order which plays a pretty major role in in establishing a comparison between the different phases of tom summer relationship The plot at times jumps from day 488 
to day one and so on drawing the comparison between their previous and present condition of relationship one of the most iconic scenes is the ikea scene where it cuts to day 282 where tom is trying to enact as the usual role of a husband though fake but summer's mood is brutally off in this scene and hence comes the iconic line from tom all our sinks are broken and then it cuts to day 34 when they are new in the relationship everything is feathery and awfully fine they both pretend to be a married couple at the mall and uh, the confidence level of tom is relatively appreciable unlike the usual tom who is awfully serious at all times in the earlier parts of the movie when tom is reluctant to make a move on summer and his friend mackenzie played by jeffrey arent calls her a bitch after a discussion about summer and judging her by the response she gives to tom earlier in the day makes tom also call her a skank this goes to show that tom was infatuated with the idea of summer not with summer the girl from shinnecock michigan as we know and just because she replied it was it was good in a tone which he found slutty he judges her to be a skank firstly summer is not an usual character a usual character grammar sucks whose traits are feminine enough to make her a manic pixie dream girl in the introductory narration it is clearly shown how she loved only two things her dark long hair and how she can easily cut it this goes to show she isn't the usual girl that our guy on whom the movie is based upon wins at the end of the movie and then they end up together it is not like that the plot is totally different here rather she clearly states that this relationship they have isn't going to take them anywhere she considers tom still a friend and their relationship to be free from any strings at least from her side and now we are going to take some expert advice on summer's perplexed decisions and actions at first we are going to talk with anupriya she is my cousin sister a published author of two young adult novels i've given the link of her novels in the description you know endorsement 101 she is a sucker for these kind of movies and we're going to ask her if summer's actions and perplexing decisions are even justified hi i am anupriya sharma a sophoma student and author of two self published books okay thanks for joining my podcast i'm hoping to have a really amazing episode with you Uh the question I want to ask is do you also find 500 days of summer out of the box and why do you think no more movies of this kind are made these days 500 days of summer is very a realistic movie and yes it is out of box because nowadays we can't see we don't find that kind of movie like uh, and uh, it is a story about two adults one wanted a casual relationship and one was very serious about it and how the characters develop and then uh, how the changes after that relationship so yes it is a very realistic movie and diff- different from others i find it very interesting now coming to the characters what do you think of summer was she right in her choices and decisions and was her friend come casual relationship with tom even justified well summer is very independent and open minded girl according to me she was mm. not right at last but uh, from starting she wanted a casual relationship she was in casual relationship with tom yeah and uh, but uh, when during last part of story like how she married to another it broke my heart and uh, her relationship 
और फ्रेंडशिप विथ टॉम वॉज जस्टिफाइड बिकॉज टॉम वॉज एक्सपेक्टिंग टू मच फ्रॉम हर एंड शी जस्ट क्लियर कट शी स्टेटेड दैट शी वॉन्टेड अ वेरी कैजुअल रिलेशनशिप शी वॉज नॉट इन लव विथ टॉम टॉम वॉज द वन हुड एक्सपेक्टेड अ लॉट फ्रॉम हर टॉम थर्ट इट वॉज हिज फर्स्ट साइट लव अ फेरी टेल लव सो दिस वॉज दिस इज माई पॉइंट ऑफ व्यू एक्चुअली Okay do you think the hate summer's character receives from fans is justified uh the hate which summer receives i don't think it is justified because both characters mistake there is both characters mistake i don't blame uh, summer for everything happened in movie uh, there is a part where tom was also wrong so fans need to understand this Okay thank you so much for being with us I really appreciate your presence here you know you're a really busy student I know uh thank you so much for managing this you know amount of time for me for my podcast and I hope we can meet in the upcoming episodes too so thank you thank you so much for giving me opportunity for this podcast because 500 days of summer is one of my favorite movie and i don't have words to justify it and i really enjoyed it with you and yes uh, hope to see you soon thank you so now we have another special guest with us yes another girl cuz guys don't give a hoot about these things does that make me gay you ask nope not at all but our special guest thinks otherwise She's the one who made me watch anime and she herself is an anime head. Yes, I don't use the word weep for these species of people. She has herself watched watched tons of anime and can advise you at least one in each genre. And this is the woman who is on a mission to prove me gay. Am I gay? That's debatable, but so without further ado, uh welcome Miss Rupkatha. Hi, thank you for having me. Yeah uh, so how's your lockdown going on there Well all I can say it was very anime filled since you did mention that like so I'm pretty good Okay so as you know we are here to discuss 500 days of summer Days of summer yes uh, At first I would like to like your opinion on the whole you know movie uh, at large Like right off the bat, anybody can tell that it is not our typical Hollywood movie where boy meets girl goes through some trouble and end up together. And this movie literally starts by telling us that it's a story about love, but it's not a love story. And like the fact they show that they broke up in the beginning, and then they proceed with telling us how they met, and you know the events that took place. So it is quite. like out of the box it's pretty innovative i would say like very realistic okay so uh next qu- the next question i would like to ask would be um what do you think of the theme that it chooses you know it it, it is not choosing the you know contemporary theme in, in which we use the or follow the chronological order it breaks that and uses something really different it uh, uh, what it does is it uh, you know kind of chooses to not go in a chronological order and uh, it rather compares two different situations mm, which are yes. similar in nature and uh, uh, which also goes on to you know state the uh, status of the relationship compares the status status of their relationship to the past how it was and how it is now 
What do you think it of that? It is quite interesting. Like it is really interesting since normally, like yeah, movies do follow a, a chronology, like how it started, like I said, how it where it went and how it ended. But with this, this I feel like the different way the movie represents each. scene is rather makes it more interesting like we don't know what's going to come next we don't know whether it's going to be happy or it's a sad situation like yeah it compares each and every scene like uh, it shows that similar scene which had a similar situation which had happened before and happened again yet like the outcome is different the like people respond to that when i say people i mean summer and tom respond to that is different So I would say that it really, really brings out each individual's characteristics more, since we get to see like even though the situation is same, they react in a different way because how they feel, like like emotion changes and yeah. Hmm. Yeah. Uh. Yeah. That's you know pretty much sums up the this part. So uh, there there is another scene in which uh, Tom calls. to summer it was uh, i guess day day 22 or something when he calls her uh, a, a skank because his friend uh, says so his friend uh, whose name is mckenzie in the movie he says that she is a bitch because she is not uh, giving much attention to tom and is probably sleeping <laughs> with other guys on the weekends so uh, what do you think of that what do you think of tom calling her skank well it is really like you know that story goes when you cannot get the grapes you automatically assume the grapes are sour so and also like him doing that is like kind of makes me laugh since like it's so like typical and it's so realistic of guys to do that i have seen people do that in real life when like they cannot get a girl or boy they are like oh they're not that good anyway they probably are like really bad for me so it is just like i would say like his human nature coming through because like like him just being like yeah she's a skank she's a bitch is trying to console himself that he doesn't need her like so that's like it's it's just very realistic it just really made me laugh in that scene Okay. Uh, yeah, that is that you made that an analogy of grapes. That was really cool. Okay. Mm-hmm. So uh, there's another scene in which uh, the IKEA scene, the you know world-renowned IKEA scene, yes. uh, where they enact you know themselves or uh, pretend like a couple, a real-life couple. Uh, there is also couple. a comparison, married couple. Yeah. Uh, there is a comparison between two uh, two days, which is uh, the first one is day two hundred and eighty-two. And the other one is day thirty-four. Now on day two hundred and eighty-two, we see Tom uh, acting as a fake husband, but uh, Summer's mood is you know brutally off in this scene, right? And mm-hmm. uh, and he Tom says uh, all our sinks are broken. He screams like that. And mm-hmm. then on day thirty-four, we see them. Uh, you know they are newly uh, you know kind of new in their relationship and they are full of you know. feathery stuff and you yeah. know but uh what do you think of the comparison between the two scenes what Can it I represents just say, honestly uh, like the scene the ikea scene was my favorite scene and i feel like that was like really like a very cute romantic moment to have in a movie like it just showed their very like pure like i i think it showed their very pure sense of humor and like love or not love likeness i don't know what they had 
and it just like really like brought out their playfulness and like the casuality of the relationship too even though they were acting as a married like couple and at first like the movie did show us like tom's scene first they so i was pretty confused when they were like this sink is broken i was like okay they're in a mall and then like to and then when they show the uh, ikea scene it was like wait what was the question though i just got really lost in the scene in my head what do you think about the emotion that brings out in this well it again i said like this is literally like uh, any scene that was compared like similar situation happening yet different result due to the emotional change that already took place in summer like by now summer had realized that tom was not the one and so any act which happened after that was really like she she like you said she was very put off by everything that was going on and before she was just living her life being casual with him you describe uh, all the scenes pretty well you know <laughs> i think it's uh, kind of your talent or something you can do this my this part of my podcast <laughs> oh, well definitely if you have me so uh, i would like to conclude our you know discussion with the last scene i want to discuss that is the karaoke night uh, okay there is also a comparison on day 28 they go to a karaoke and uh, their summer chooses to sing a song called sugar town so uh she sings this song uh and sugar town sugar town is a fictional town now by the name you can uh you know kind of imply or suggest that sugar town is a fictional town and by the name by the term sugar we can make out that uh, this is something you know uh which is seen in romcoms where it rains whenever you want uh, where where it uh, where the sunshine comes out sun comes out whenever you want them want it to so uh, do you think this goes to uh, you know represent or imply that summer was also a dream girl or dream you know like a dream for him out of his league uh, out of tom's league do you think that like i'm yeah, really glad that this i just woke up woke, woke up and one day and i knew it something yes, like that yes. yeah that, yeah, bro- that really that. broke my mind um, broke my heart but <laughs> even like is. when I, at first when the first time i was watching i was really confused i was like what did you realize like tom was right there with you he did everything you wanted but then i realized that it's not always about that it's not about how what we do to the other person it's like how we actually make them feel and it is not under our control how we make yeah, them although feel. although all the tom was pretty much talented he has he had an architecture degree but he, he was, was not pursuing talented it. he was funny he was like a very nice guy he was that typical very nice guy and yet somehow but, but like, the only problem was he was working at a greeting card company that yeah, was, was the like, main problem <laughs> i guess in my view that was the problem okay <laughs> because uh, they had a, the relationship had everything they it wanted to you know run smoothly but the only thing that lacked was in my views uh, your opinion might be different but in my views it was tom's not working at, at an architecture firm even you know when having architecture degree the capability yeah. too so it showed it represented that how he was not using his full pet- potential to like exist like full potential to like live so that might have been like um, 
an issue since if i like see a person like who can do so much better than they are doing now and they're just not doing that because they they don't have a valid reason they're just like oh like i'm not doing that because i don't want to or so and yeah that could be a turn off i can see why i said that like me personally i still quite haven't figured somewhere out that way but yeah i could okay uh now this is the last question this is not a question i would like your opinion on this uh yes do you think summer is a bitch because she was the <laughs> one who made the move right she was the mo- one who made the move at the copy room so uh, uh-huh. what do you think of that and another question would be uh you know this is not a question this is what i found after watching it for 13 times or 14 times <laughs> oh, <laughs> yeah. wow uh what i observed was in the whole movie whenever she was with uh, tom her hair was you know like a bun or something uh, which you girls do i don't know what you call it uh then uh, and whenever she was not with him uh, she had her hair you know fully open like it was it represented her feminine side like when she got married uh, you know she did a lot of compromise it showed like right she was no more mm-hmm. free uh, as free as she were uh, before but uh, i think th- it also represents you know the transition her transition from a free and you know uh, urbanite girl to a you know married household Dimmest. woman mm-hmm. yeah you know mo- being more feminine i guess this is my observation uh okay. so what do you think about the previous part the previous part of the question well i do not think summer is a bitch but then okay. <laughs> well Because that is me, of, like you know reddit reddit is filled with this opinion reddit yeah, is i like, actually see why summer can be easily villainized like seen as the villain of the movie but i don't think that she is like and like uh, uh, tom technically does get a happy ending if we see it that way he does end up with autumn not end up with he does start like takes her out on a date but uh, suppose she he would not have had like any of this and they would have ended up with her getting married and him you know not getting a job that would actually like maybe i would call her a bitch maybe but then i don't see her as one since i feel like she was very up front about her intentions from the very beginning like in 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 like the date tom went on like like that girl summarized it actually pretty well like she never said uh, like let's be in a relationship she was she or mentioned that i only want casual things from the very beginning like and like in real life people do that after they have slept with each other and they're like oh let's keep it casual and leave like like summer was very upfront about it from the very beginning so like if uh like it is i would not blame tom for having feelings because it is very difficult to not have feelings for someone you're spending so much time with and who are basically in love with already but i would still say that tom should have been wary about this situation happening since she was very honest with him like she like i feel like uh yeah, yeah she was there was one scene uh, there was one scene where she uh, spoke about her personal life right for the first time and the narrator also mentions that yes yes <laughs> and he was quite happy because he she has never like told those to anybody else you know else. Uh, he broke that wall of you know uh just being casual mm. to uh, you know serious relationship at least he thought that but uh, yes that's the thing like it was else. quite one sided even though they were both in this 
in the same situation all the feelings i felt were quite one sided she like i wouldn't say like she was trying to brush him off like she will i remember the scene where he uh, the ordered a fight and he left her house and he came back she followed him through the rain all wet and it's like and at that point i also felt like maybe they will work out because maybe she was also like having feelings for him but well that didn't happen but it also showed that it's not that uh, like summer didn't care about tom she just wasn't feeling the same feelings tom was feeling for her so if that makes her a bitch i don't know what to say i would say she was more free and feminine yes it you did mention about how it turns the other way when she gets married but i feel like she chose to do that at that point she felt like she wanted to like be she everybody has to in simple words yes. she compromised because uh, she was, she did not marry the person she loved or something but she kind of married because he was well settled and that's the reality of life i'm not criticizing that because mm-hmm. we need money right we need prosperity we need wealth because you cannot just go on you know following love it's not shakespeare's era so and even at that time porsche needed porsche and what what was his name basanio basanio needed money to marry each other so yes i actually never thought of it like this way to be very honest like that she left tom because you know he was not wealthy and she found the guy who was very sad no i'm not i'm not uh, i'm not considering her a gold digger or something but what i'm saying is she, she was looked out for herself yeah she was a realist in a sense that uh, which might you know offend people if that's the correct which take know, away from the fairy tale effect of the movies have on us like you know looks doesn't matter wealth doesn't matter here it showed that it sometimes matters <laughs> but in yeah. real life and it always matters so yeah i get you it's a bit more okay. closer to reality than we would have liked one last question that i would i would like to ask you that i forgot actually was that was the role of her sister played by Chloe Grace Moretz Moretz i guess uh what do you think of her role you know like and Tom's her, sister Cheryl uh, Rachel yeah, yes Rachel and uh, uh where she says that uh, that her, her iconic line where she speaks uh, with him when he you know first talks to her summer and tells her about her i would say she is the most realistic character in the entire movie like yeah. she was the one who first told um told tom that to, like does just because some girl like likes all the weird <laughs> or bizarre things you do doesn't mean she's yeah. the one and and later even later she at the end she also mentions that she doesn't think that she was the one and even during she gave the most like sane yeah uh, suggestion vodka yeah <laughs> get him some vodka <laughs> i think that's what Yeah, that was really funny. Uh, yeah, so that's what I thought. Like she was pretty like realistic and I felt like she like represent like the part of Tom's life he did not want to actually like think about. He was she was the one who told Tom to look into her the memories he had from a different perspective because he, no. he was only seeing the good parts so she was the one who suggested tom to look and see where things might have gone wrong and when he did he actually like like after that he did and we always saw like the certain scenes in a different light and certain scenes were again played where we see like 
summer's expression more or her behavior more her leaving somewhere like before we were all like tom 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 doing this tom doing that tom is happy after that we kind of got to see that like summer's expression change after certain like conversation and it became very like apparent to us like from where her feelings started going haver yeah. i mean you know, different from tom's so i would say rachel played a very good realistic role yeah and clo grace moretz is is a really great actress yes that uh, most of her movies are is. pretty amazing okay mm-hmm. uh so now i would like to conclude would you like to end it with your you know side of opinion or something well i would if more than opinion if anybody were hearing this has not watched Trevor Days of Summer then i would really want them to watch cuz it is very different it is very unique it is just like a must watch so yeah. like from my side that is it okay uh <laughs> so i i you know i kind of wish this movie was in a form of a novel or something and for the it, first time when i watched it i thought it was an adapt adaptation so i searched for that and i found it that it was not an adaptation it was like a direct movie script it is quite surprising usually really good books i mean really good movies are usually from really good books and to be like have such a movie from direct like screenwriting actually as i would have known i mean i know this this is actually quite based on true story and it is like mentioned in the beginning and one of like i forgot the name somebody's called a bitch i mean somebody somebody gets called a bitch in the beginning of the movie so yeah, yeah. i uh, yeah the director's real life ex girlfriend exactly so since it is from real life yeah the movie is on her so since it is actually from a true story then as you can see why it's so realistic and not like mere fairy tale so yeah yeah that's quite an assurance it was from book i i feel you I really wish that this movie was, you know, adapted from a novel because this uh, this is just like, you know, uh, have you watched uh, Me and Earl and the Dying Girl? No, but I have to. Yeah, that is one movie which is really amazing. That was a festival movie. The storyline and not the storyline but the cinematic architecture would I would say is pretty much similar to 500 Days of Summer. And the, oh. and the movie Ruby Sparks as I, you know, I told you mentioned. or suggested you. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> that is also very much similar but uh ruby sparks is totally based on manic pixie dream girl concept so it is a bit different from 500 days of summer but similar in very you know most of the aspects yes because summer technically can be considered that yet like not so very much but yet i can see why like like this is a concept right so uh you know so that's it i guess with you Uh mm-hmm. thank you for having me as i said earlier it was quite fun actually yeah you've been a really patient and really amazing guest because i've been like bugging you from a week or so <laughs> about this uh to all listening <laughs> to all listening here uh she has been part of this podcast unofficially uh from more than a couple of weeks because i've been bugging her about many things like the po- <laughs> the banners and the posters the advertisement and all and she has been pretty supportive and i appreciate that it was i was also pretty excited about this like since i don't see like like things happening like this like so close to like me like usually when we see podcasts i immediately think about like 
big celebrities talking about their life or movies or something yeah. and when this happened like very like near me i was so excited i was like yes go for it you could do it and i meant it of course but yeah, yeah here we are yeah so mm-hmm. that's it i guess here we are uh-huh. ending with you okay. obviously because yes. i still have some lines to record okay so that's it thank you okay. so much for being with me and uh, it's been a pleasure thank you so we talked to two movie geeks as i prefer to call them after having such an amazing interaction with the two of them one thing is pretty much clear both the characters were somewhere or the other at fault be it summer's cold attitude or tom's lack of intent towards their relationship and for those judging summer based on her actions you should know that the movie is based on tom's point of view we never get to see what summer is thinking or what her approach is towards their relationship obviously in the absence of tom so judging summer as the antagonist is not justified and that's my opinion so now that's it for today's episode and if you've made this far be sure to follow on whichever platform you're listening on and jenny beckham you be